Hello and welcome back to the seventh episode of the Saints Fire Podcast. Already taking you off guard. So it's with me, Ollie, Harry, Harry, Mikey. Mikey. There we go. Right, what should we go into first? Questions. 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 We've got loads. We've got loads. We've got got loads. So we've got ones from last week, ones from this week, I think. So which ones we going first? So we'll go Ryan Combe, 04. I think this was from last week. What do we need from the remainder of the transfer window? So this was last week, but we'll pretend it's today's because... Things yeah. happened yeah. over the happened. Um, over the weekend. Um, so I don't know actually. What Probably positions? Positions and then everyone on Twitter is saying the centre back. I don't think he's. Well, I don't know. Maybe it, it depends, depends what happens to Stevens and Toy. Yeah. Well, whoever, if someone leaves, I think we'll need. Well, I don't know. If we trim the squad, then we might not need a replacement. But I think depending on some position, if both Stevens and Hoyd go, I think a rotational centre back would be mm. good. But I think if one of them goes, then I think we should just try and keep a concise squad. We're not we're not trying to do Europa League, so mm. just try and keep a good tight squad and uh, maybe just take the uh, pain off the uh, wage wage bilges. Uh, yeah, bilges. Wage bilges. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Yeah, I think I'm not. I'm centre backs. So I'm not too fussed about. I know people want to improve our defence, but mm-hmm. that's. Our, our defensive problem is that we didn't really build a centre-back partnership throughout the season because we kept on going from a three to a two to a three. We didn't always have Vestergaard and Bednarek. Sometimes it was different combinations. So we'll keep. I want to keep that four-back, keep the two centre-backs we've got at the moment and just get rid of Stevens or Hoyt yeah. or and or Hoyt because we don't need five centre-backs in the squad. No, definitely not. And anywhere else, maybe a wing-back, but maybe maybe a backup right-back to Valerie. Left-back, I'm pretty happy with. Mikey, you know. any thoughts? No. Who's no. that question from? Uh, Ryan Como for <laughs> you. Don't think we need just a centre back or I? I don't really like. We can strengthen wherever, sell wherever, but I don't think we really need many more improvements. You're happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the squad that we've yeah. got. Okay, mm. so thanks to Ryan for that question. Yeah. Next one is Bruce Lean sixteen. More of a statement. He thinks we're going to regret selling Target. What, what what do you guys think? Do you think it's a regretful decision? It's, it's, it's a strange one because you've got Matt, Matt Target. People, I think people have the same image with Matt Target as they do with James Will Prowse in mm. the way that he seems like he's still young and still ready to develop mm. when he's actually 23, 24 now. Yeah. So I think it was his time. If he wasn't, I think last season was his time to try and break into the first team. Yeah. And he didn't break through under two at, two managers through Ryan Bertrand mm. so I think it was time for him to move on find first team football Bertrand will do this season and probably move on and then hopefully Vokins will step in yeah. as the first choice left back you probably think um, if he had yeah, a chance it was this season because you think um, Bertrand wasn't particularly inspiring was it? No like we are kind of saying it's kind of average performances nothing too exciting so the opportunity was there for him to break through and he did have a couple of good runs in season, but overall, I think, yeah, he did cement his place, and he had a good amount of time when Bertrand yeah. was injured to cement that place. And yeah. just, it, yeah, it, it was it was okay, but you know the fee we've got. Are you happy with the fee? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's a, a fair fee for both both parties. Yeah, I was quite happy with that. We've got, I, I, got a lot done. more than I was expecting for yeah. Target. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was. I'm not shocked that we got double things, but like looking at Target, looking at. Looking at we didn't we didn't massively need him because of Jake Vokins that's that's coming in and getting some places saying eleven some people are saying fourteen either one fantastic we can reinvest back into the squad thank you for the question Matt Ashwood or Matt underscore Ashwood underscore Elinusi versus Buffal what do you think about that sort of mm. compare and contrast the players neither of them uh, <laughs> yeah, <I didn't> <laughs> Uh, so Buffal, he's got a load of excitement about him, but it'll be the same. Like he, he probably won't get an end product. I hope he does, but yeah. he probably won't get an end product mm. on him because he's just not that sort of player. He doesn't look yeah. like he cares. It's, yeah, it would be nice if you're, you've got a thing. I reckon if I had to bet on one of the others, like who would be the most in, like uh, make the most impact. I think at least Buffal still got two stunners in him. Mm. Like he, he he has proved that he's got um, you know like worldies in him. So you think. If you're gonna have one player, you might as well stick him on. Hope for something to happen on in like a bit of a dead game or something like that. Maybe it could be useful. 
Ellie needs to just seem very uninspiring. So I'd probably say Buffal, give him his chance. Mm. See what happens. Yeah, it's just it's a tight one. And with with Buffal, the problem is people are saying, oh, you know, skills, flair. He hasn't worked under other managers, but Ralph's different. You know, with those dribbles, he hasn't proved that he can get loads of goals and assists over that dri- under those dribbles. Mm. And he's probably got a high amount of possession lost as well through because the amount that he tries he will complete quite a few so it's an interesting one Ali Anusi he's not really inspired too much but if he if he gets his head down in pre-season you know any, anything could happen he's, he's got a low he's the sort of player that's got loan move all over and loan move this season then we'll sell him next season for like 6 or 7 million but both of them I wouldn't mind getting rid of Jake Puckett um, says watch a video of Brian Muwembo, we are linked to him. I've not heard anything about that guy, but I watched the video. Seems like a good striker. Can he's you summarise? He's, he's a sort of a, a bit of a bullish striker. Not not like Chadens. He's good, you know, first time finisher. Praise on the um, the defenders making mistakes and stuff like that. So, like, like I said, I've not heard anything about us being linked to him. But looks like a looks like a good sort of player. Not too bad. But you know, mm-hmm. we've got Chadens now, so we very really need him, especially with Danny mm-hmm. as well. We've got to say these questions were. Last week, yeah. unfortunately, we couldn't record. But yeah. you know. final one because from James Rickson's what's going to happen with the Chams deal? With that, yeah. that's the one's already sorted. Yeah. I think it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper Alexandra, who do you believe will be the breakout player next year, and who is the most underrated player in the Sarsen squad? Uh, breakout player, uh, that's quite difficult. Breakout player will be Vokens because he'll ooh, get he'll ooh, get his chance, okay. and I think he will cement it over. But I've only seen him play once, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you know it's not it's not. It's not like he was a good first impression. He played well against Newcastle, but um, yeah, I think he'll break through, and I think he'll cement his place yeah, next season. This thing's gonna break out. I think that's quite difficult, actually. I think Vokens is a good shout, but I think we've there's not many the the players that we've had. Have kind of been around for a while now. Yeah. I mean, mm. The problem is that we've can't really shift our players, so so I kind of seen a lot of players there and thought, oh, this will be their breakthrough and things like that. Hasn't really. Well, I'll argue breakout breakout for us is not breakout for the league. I'll say like Vokins is a breakout for the league. Yeah. But because we've heard a lot about Vokins, it's not yeah. like it's not going to be surprising when he. Well, we kind of want it to happen, don't we? Really, yeah. the system yeah. to work. It'll be the same. Them, yeah. It'll be the same as Obafemi. It'll be the same as Slattery. It'll be the same as Barnes if he comes. Yeah, out Marcus bit. Barnes. It, like these players will have their Premier League breakout season at some point. Yeah. But because we already know about them, there's no. Um, there's no one that's not made a senior appearance that I genuinely think. If Ralph last season, I think he's played everyone that he thinks is good enough. Mm. Like I like I like people like Tommy O'Connor in the, in the background, Christoph Clara, but I just he would have played them last season. I think if he um, if this was their sort of season, I wouldn't say Christoph Clara because you want experienced centre backs in a relegation battle. You don't want to throw a youngster into a game where you try you try Jan Bednarek in as soon as he, he got in. Yeah, but Bednarek's had the experience I of guess last he, year as well. Player, it's yeah. it's not like you're throwing Kane Ramsey into it or yeah. Christoph Clara or someone like that yeah. who. Like has not had the experience yet. If we're high flying, I can see Clara getting in. I can see Alfie Jones getting in. Like, the problem is that if we did chuck one of those in, that kind of disrupts the two the centre back partnership at the moment. Whereas yeah, but, wingers, wingers and strikers and stuff like that, that's they're more interchangeable than a back line. That you, just, yeah. you can't you can't not give players a chance though. You can't just mm. if they've got the potential to be a good player, you need to break that back four into getting them in there. But then. In, in a way, the whole point of Southampton teams is is to win games. So if you if you try and break if you try and break people in for the future, that might be good for the future, but that hurts the now. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying like no, not first, say, first no, game of the season no. back to a Crystal Clara and Alfie <laughs> Jones. That's not what I'm saying. No, it's no. it's like if we're safe, if we're tenth, eleventh, like sort of Stoke City, eleventh yeah, season, you, and you've got. Yeah, you've got enough. time to play a part. Oh, cups, play, like, you can yeah. put them in cups. You think if you're in the third round of Carabao Cup and you pull a League One side, what's going to stop you from putting some players in there, have a good performance, and then maybe a couple of injuries as well? It's not like rotate. Like we've got enough players anyway, so they probably won't really be in the rotation, or it'll be if it's uh, squad injuries or big rotation yeah. that they will find the first team. But I, th- I think that's the reason why I don't think we need 
many more signings because yeah. if we do offload Stevens and Hoyt that does give a chance for someone like Christoph Clara to push into the first team yeah. and oh, get himself that, as a rotation so yeah. final answer for a breakout player oh, um, Vokins Vokins, Vokins. Yes. I quite like Slattery to have a go because I think in those I think he'd be good in front of that uh, yeah. defence yeah because what I've I, I, I'm not a big fan of the four two 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 formation. Like for me, I think there's quite a lot of players that will miss out in that formation. But what it does give you is two players in front of that defence, yeah. and I think Slattery could be really interesting because he's had a really good season. I can't remember where was it a couple of seasons ago or something. He, he came yeah, in, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it was last season. Not too sure, but he did have really. He did look last, last good season. Though. He played a couple of times. Yeah, and I, th- I think he could definitely make an impact there. Yeah, yeah. yeah sounds good. If you want to find out our underrated player, check out the awards episode where we talked about our ones there. Right, the last okay. one for that one day. <laughs> I can't even remember. Yeah, that was why. Like, all right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Reggie um, Way said, what do you think about um, our new chairman? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Mr. Gow. It's been too... Uh, it's the property it's structure. Too, too yeah. short for me to comment. Mm. He, he seemed like last year he threw money into the club this year he seems to be throwing money into the club as well so yeah, you know, extent, yeah. That's, I think that's the fine by press me. conference got a little bit lost in well it's not a press conference was it it was more just like a um, interview yeah and I think the main titles came out of that and seemed a lot bigger than probably what um, what he meant by it I think the fact that he's trying to keep us kind of neutral with the transfers going out and the transfers going in I think that's such quite refreshing to I, see. I, like, I as long as it's that's fine by me, because as long as like, we've had the uh, the oh Jesus Christ, we've had the relegations, we've had the administrations yeah. and everything like that. So as long as we can be a stable football club, mm. mid table with the Premier League, I think it's almost when people are saying, "Oh, just get rid of uh, the players that we can't shift, just get rid of them, and then buy in those players." That's so that's a reason unsustainable. We can't get rid yeah. of them. And it, I think it's, got, it's a little bit of, of, well. yeah, of, um, of like a bad attitude of the players that we actually got. Like We think, I'll oh, just get rid of Austin, but he's a proven goal scorer. Yeah. Like, clubs will want to sign him, and uh, we'll, we'll get a decent amount of money from him if he doesn't want to go. Again, Ali Nuzi, like if we want to offload him, there'll be teams in Switzerland. Yeah, definitely. Because of what he did in that league. Yeah. I think I think that should be a clean slate for now because what I don't want us to fall into the pit of what we did last couple, for a couple of seasons is keep on loaning out the players that we don't want and then they go on a free transfer. I'd much rather this season clean slate because we've got a new manager. Just get rid of the players, whatever fees come in, mm. and then start new from whatever budget that comes. Because players like Gaston left on a free transfer, which at the time was our record transfer because we kept on loaning him out. Same with Daniel Tyler. I know it's a bit different his situation, but this it's that sort of thing. Whereas I just it isn't sustainable to buy players with big money if they don't work. Loan, 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 just to, for their other teams to cover their wages, and then we don't get a transfer fee at the end. Um, I think fans have to give players a clean slate as well. Yeah. No matter what players have done in the past and yeah. stuff like that, you have to give them a clean slate this year because. Yeah. For so many times, it's been turning up into the ground and just going, oh, like, this player's rubbish or something like that. There's no point in him playing. No, I remember, lost I remember that was with Redmond after a while. Yeah. Like, for a while, Redmond had that reputation of but just was, doing nothing at all. Hoyt last year as well. Yeah. Guys yeah. no, like that, to be fair, Hoyt, Stevens, if they were playing, Vestergaard at the start of the year, if he was playing. Yeah, people saying that he's too tall, not mobile, yeah. and other things like that, and suddenly it turns around quite quickly. Doesn't well, that's what pre-season's for. Hopefully, there's loads of friendlies abroad loads of players get chance, lots of chances because there's no point giving a player 20 minutes to the back end of one game to try and prove himself because mm. that's it's just not that's time. not enough time every player's got to give, be given a fair enough equal amount of minutes to show themselves and if by then they're not good enough we'll still have the rest of the transfer when it's good with them if they're not good mm. enough by then other questions where do you think Southampton will finish this season <laughs> kind of difficult to answer because the Premier League transfer window isn't over that is from A. Christian Christian Christensen, one, two, three. I don't. I don't think this is where I'll be. Where we'll be finishing, but I'll be happy with twelfth and above. Like if we get twelfth, actually fourteenth and above, seventeenth hmm. and so, above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so just... I think we did this. Was it last yeah, week last or the week one? Week I think we all had. But I, I, I'll probably say I'll make the same point again. I can't quite remember what I said, but hmm. I think I said the point that there's there's potential for teams that have got bigger. Um, capacity and things like that like it's just bigger clubs than us to yeah. finish above us so I think 
being realistic, I think probably 12, a bit like you said, 12 kind of around that area to be comfortable to not be in a relegation battle. I think anywhere that, like, I think that's progress. So have a nice yeah. calm season. It, it'll, yeah, be, it'll be nice to come into the last five, six games of the season knowing you're mm. staying up. Well, I think if we have a positive season, then you can start 2020 and rebuild that five-year plan yeah. that we haven't had. Because imagine if we do 19 to 20, get mid-table, and that it's a, that's a solid, structured team with a good manager. If you then set your five-year plan, you can do what's going to what you what what we're trying to do here. We're we trying to go up everyone. Are we getting Europa League? Are we just trying to get a big foundation, big stadium, things like that? Because it's all falling apart with this whole um, <laughs> relegation battle, things like that. Almost chucked my laptop across <laughs> the other side of the room. Um, oh, but yeah. Um, I think that's what they've got to try and do. We've just got to have a calm, positive season this yeah. year to give us a foundation to build on and start planning what we're going to do in the future. Like, are we going to just try and maintain the Premier League? Are we trying to be cost-effective until we find a chairman with more um, like enthusiasm in investing? Because you have to invest to be able to stay above, especially as we're over our kind of pay grade at the moment. Like, there are bigger teams that are like happy to spend the money and they could just do like Man City or you know Newcastle get big investors they can suddenly start shooting up the league so you've really got to kind of plan what's going to go on so I think we're yeah, I'd say top 14 but also not getting drubs by any team outside the top 6 because we did that against teams like West Ham last season teams around us in a way we just got some teams not all of them we just got smashed by so making sure we're competitive in every game from team seventh to twentieth, not to I want us to do well against the top six, obviously, but I'm not, I'm not holding any level of expectation and always no. be competitive against seventh well, to twelfth. Uh, we've 20th, always so. been good at creating upsets, mm. and I think that's where the points, the massive gap between about uh, well, first, second, that massive gap between that and the next one, and then Wolves and Wolves Watford was there someone else or maybe around there mm. compared to the relegation battle. The reason they were they were so high is because they picked points off the top six. Yeah. So yeah, it is possible. Like it is there. No one's gone every game winning. Like you can get points off them. So I think we've just got to try and make sure we get a decent amount of points from the ones around us, beat the ones below us, and try and cause a couple of upsets. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't have it. In, it's the Saints way, isn't it? We'll, we'll draw against a lower league team and then cause an upset. Like that's yeah. kind of the way we kind of. We've kind of done it, but when those wins don't come against the top ones, it's when we're we starting struggle. to struggle for points. So, oh, we can just do what Che Adams wants or just win the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the ambition. Okay, right. A couple other questions we've sort of answered with Kieran underscore Yo about where else we need to strength. We've kind of already answered that. He thinks centre back, right back, and left footed winger. Sort of, yeah, maybe left not, not too sure. It's very specific. But, yeah, right. I'll rather have the two footed. Underscore Campbell one seven oh one said, "Do you think Jordi and Buffal should be given a chance once again?" We sort of said that already. All players should be given a chance. He would be in the yeah. To be fair, you kind of forget about the amount of people are on loan. He would work in the system. It's just yeah. whether he wants to move away from Romeo Hoiberg or Prowse Lamina mm. as the four in that central. So is War Prowse playing CDM now? I basically. don't know. <laughs> we'll find out first game of yeah. the season where he wants to play him. Because yeah. I think everyone's assuming Ralph is going to play this 4-2-2-2. He, he, could, he could do the CDM role because yeah. he's shown the more aggressive side of his game now. Um, yeah. But he could also do the more creative role um, attacking the field too. So it's, good to have it's either ones. It's, I wanna, yeah, I really want to see first game of the season. I want to see what the plan is. Like, I'd, what is gonna... I'd love to see first game of the season I'd love to see Hoiberg and Walkhouse sitting and then you get Redmond and Ujempo yeah. the two wide players yeah. okay. I think that's wait what... so who was holding there sorry uh, Ho- Hoiberg and Walkhouse the two holding see, players I think Romeo had a decent season he had season, a decent right? season but I want to see Hoiberg and Walkhouse like develop as a, but then who does yeah. the dirty work there are you saying Walkhouse is the kind of Hoiberg and Walkhouse like both of them can do it it's just Hoiberg gets sent off more <laughs> yeah so, yeah, that's a, a very useful team there. And then you like, can bring Romeo on off the bench, maybe create a three, like the three in the midfield. Yeah. See, I, I like Romeo because I feel like he he breaks a lot of the play up. 
like the way well, the way we've already done it when we have those two in front of the defence you've got one that can play the ball out and one that just breaks up the play the problem with Romeo is he doesn't have the technical ability of Hoiberg he was a Wanyama Wanyama never yeah, had the technical ability Wanyama was different because Wanyama was literally a brick wall I think mm. Romeo's not He's not as good as Wanyama was at breaking up the play. But but it, he's. I remember listening to interviews of people saying that it was either Wanyama or Romeo that you didn't want to get tackled by, and some people saying that Romeo was just well, just as. But like, almost, scary. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want one of those players, and I think you got Romeo pressing you, which is what he likes to do. He doesn't like sitting back, like, and that's where he got caught out. When he can press straight away, I think he's really. Brilliant in that position. I think Remember, he's, he's a mohawk again. <laughs> Remember, he, he was player of the season, was it two yeah. years ago? Yeah. And, that, and that's a player that we're trying to kind of phase out now. He's he's got the potential there. Yeah. And it's not like he's. he's and also, he's tight. only he's only twenty six as well, twenty seven. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so he's got so. got four or five years yeah. left in him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds right. That's why I prefer the three in the midfield, five at the back, yeah. in the midfield. I, I mean, we could just well. line up on the first game of the season, Ralph saying, don't know where you got this four, two, two, two thing from. <laughs> yeah. Like, we are taking that for, like, we're, we're well, just. Well, that's, that's the system that you played the last couple of games in, was yeah. the four, two, two, two. And I, I think we looked a lot less stable, especially against mm. West Ham. Then, uh... Well, like, if they're going to be taught that way, it's just. I can't really get my head around it because no. it's not a, it's not a formation it's I'm not, really comfortable it's not a with. Usu- it's a not a usual formation that no. you see. No, because it's just there's a lot of pockets of space in yeah. that. Maybe there's some genius tactic that goes on there that they close this space and I don't know consolidate like come all at one and kind of surround the players or something. But yeah, for me, I, it just kind of seems kind of strange. maybe it's a reinvention. Maybe yeah. it, I don't. It it's, it's it's positive, this works in the past so it'll be able to work yeah, yeah. look at things he says do you think Geordie will be given a chance the problem is I don't think Geordie wants to be here I think he wants no. to go back to the Netherlands to out, uh, AZ Outlaw or Feyenoord or wherever in the Netherlands that, that want him really so it's, I'm, not, I'm not too sure but if he wants to get give him a go but I'd, go, I'd rather give him I'd rather give Harrison Reed a chance very similar players I think Harrison Reed would have more yeah. of a future um, Final question, Alex Joneser. <laughs> have you heard any other rumours? You are normally quite accurate with your stories. Thank you very much for the compliment. Did he actually say that? Well, yeah, he did. He, <laughs> genuinely, he genuinely said that. Oh, he's Rabiot. Oh, it's been Juventus. Sadly, I don't know where yeah. that came from. Where did yeah, that come from? Well, talking about what did he say? Transfer reliability. But the weird thing is, like Sky Bet was so scared that that might happen they put us at 18 to 1 to sign him like he, it was like for like one or two days they did put Salanta like, oh, like just, I him. literally just opened my phone so 31 minutes ago this is Alfie Jones has completed a long season uh, season long loan to uh, Gillingham well that's great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that a couple of minutes ago yeah so we're recording this on the Tuesday ready to go out Friday but, yeah. Um, yeah. that's there you just go. breaking news in a way to yeah, us, there we go. To us, it's breaking. Yeah, in three days' time, we're breaking. Yeah. But yeah, we just got that through. Um, but yeah, so talking about transfer reliability, we found this bloke on Twitter, haven't we? Jimmy McCann. Jimmy McCann. And I think a lot of people are kind of paying attention to him because he's making a lot of calls, and a lot of them are right. Now, Very accurate, we keep so. debating whether he is 100% legit, but there's. I'd say it is. Yeah, I think. I have my doubts. He's yeah, proven like I, I saw on Twitter yeah. that he says he's a retired football agent and he's not on the list anymore for footballing agents, yeah. which made me a little bit doubtful. But so he's got friends in the game. As yeah, well. is it people like um, Trey Adams? He called what was it about five days early that yeah. the fees agreed, and then it suddenly hits the media yeah. that fees agreed. He did target. He's put. Yeah. He said that there's an eight million pound bid for Charlie Austin From, to Sheffield United yeah. and the, apparently the player's keen on the move as well. and he said Austin's keen on move and it was also, <coughs> it's also sort of confirmed because Billy Sharp when uh, Charlie Austin had his birthday post on Twitter Billy yeah. Sharp was commenting on the bottom of that as yeah. well basically welcoming him to the club already yeah. so. uh, he's making a lot of calls uh, the, the one that I'm paying attention to at the moment is Telemans that he said that Telemans is accepted for Leicester I know it's not Saints related but this is the one he's saying at the moment he seems like he's always a couple of days ahead of it. Mm. Now, I don't know whether that's just because he's taking safe shots at and getting it right or if he is just legit and he, he knows the he knows people inside. But a lot of it is coming out right, isn't it? Well, he's, getting, he's getting those safe shots right every time. He's not yeah. he's not missed 
not miss mm-hmm. one in terms of staying. And when things like, like a, a target come out, like I wouldn't have really expected Target to Aston Villa to happen so quickly. Yeah. But yeah, he brought out that information. Suddenly, it hits all the media. Yeah. And he's almost saying that he's the first to bring it out to the media, and the media are using him as a source. Yeah. Like no one's really linked him as a source, but it's interesting. As soon as he reports it, two days later, two days later, Sky the Sports exact same it, yeah. thing comes out. And I don't know whether, yeah, I, I don't know whether he's legit. I hope he's legit because if he's, I think well, he's only if got, it's not, it looks like it is. So. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> only got. When we first started following him, he had about 5k followers. About yeah. that, he's up to 11k already. Yeah. So, like, people are clearly seeing that he's got proof in what he's saying. Well, so, apparently, um, one of the um, one of the players that we are sorting out for is quite highly linked with Jared Bowen, the one from Hull, right? Which would be the Lazar left footed winger. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, he he'd be a good signing. Yeah, not... a dangerous winger. He's got goals in him. Hull City worked under Nigel Atkins last year. I think. <laughs> And the thing is, Hull are wingers. Well, you've got to have an impact off the bench. I mean, you've got Sims actually, so maybe not. The thing is, though, would, would Gerard Brown be happy with being off the bench? Because I think he could get into a Premier League team like like a Norwich and Depends start. Depends how much instantly. you pay him. <laughs> very, very true. Right, so he talks about Jimmy McCann. Let's go through those transfers that, Transfer he, that he, right, yeah. he broke. Che Adams first. Yes. What, what's your instant reaction to that? Oh, really? I was so happy. Like I, it, were, it, I, I know, you, I know you two like have your doubts, but I think a player like that, it, you've got to snap him up for that. Yeah. For what's on the table there? Who wrote down the positives on there? Young player, English, over twenty goals a season. Yeah. He's been through all the leagues and wanted to prove himself in the next league. Like he's got that desire to try and make an impact. I think that's just so important. Especially meeting Ralph, who again wants to try and push everyone forward. I think it's just a really good combination. I'm yeah. really excited to see what happens. It's just nice to see the club. Like the, Ralph obviously wanted him six months ago. Yeah. And it's nice to see the club like consistent, like just went after him yeah. consistently throughout the summer and managed to get a deal because it seemed like it was off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, so. And it's it's the proper Southampton way, isn't it? Yeah. That that signing is young English wants to be proven. He has a good couple of seasons. If he wants to go, he wants to go. We stick a salon clause on him. Everyone's happy. Yeah. That's kind of the way that we've done it. Isn't well, it? He wants to win the league with us. So yeah. I, it's gonna be I for mean a long that time. <laughs> when I saw that we said about time. he did an interview. I went over and he's talking about winning the league. I mean, I, I love it from yeah. him. But I, and, um, I don't know what the board are saying to these players because. Um, who was the other one uh, Jempo said about winning trophies there must be something in these yeah. transfer negotiations that um, <laughs> we're pumping out certainly, <laughs> certainly interesting but yeah with Chad it's pretty risk free 15 million nowadays like even if he doesn't just do to get that a strike with two legs for 15 million is if, pretty impressive even if he doesn't do that well, well that's, that's we can still resell him for only just as, probably the same amount and also, yeah. also just seeing the tweets from Birmingham fans and the disappointment in the fact that they've lost Che Adams that's quite telling yeah, yeah. that's quite nice to see because you, you know you've bought a player of mm. quality and that's the same for Aston Villa and Matt Target because the mm. tweets yeah. that Southampton fans were doing Villa fans were quite confident with the player that they yeah. got so it's, Matt Target, should we talk about him or have we got any more on Chairman's? Uh, I think I think we've we've covered quite a lot. Goal yeah. scorer, bullish striker as well. We've yes, already had six yeah, Graziano yeah. Pella, really. Yeah. So I know Charlie Austin is, but not not as much as we've really. I just like to. the fact that he's got that mobility in him. He's strong and he knows where the goals are. There's a lot of goals that you watch these um clips back and it, he's turning and he's shot and it it's quick shots that the keepers can't predict. Mm. You know, they're not setting their feet and then saving it. It's quick shots. It's quick unexpected ones, yeah. which I think we don't we don't do sometimes. We think too much about them. We try to set them up. Hard working striker as well. Yeah. And I was watching the goals he scored yesterday, and he was he is a very hard working striker with end products as well, which is I mean, which every player that Ralph will sign will be a hard working player. Yeah. He will not sign a player that is not willing to work for him. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and going on someone that hasn't worked that hard. Charlie Austin in recent times he's he's done alright at Saints but he's I just tried, I had to find some way that it was going to lengthen really I thought we were going to target we've already talked about that target yeah, like, yeah, but okay. just let me say this thing about Jay Adams right, so we'll just go on Charlie Austin we talked about target earlier but if you want to I just wanted to talk about the fact that his socks were on the wrong way around that was right that epitomises Matt Target. Oh. He's, 
Nice oh, lad. He's, 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 he's nice. If he didn't make it as a footballer, he wouldn't have a lot left, would he? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that interview that he did with Harrison Reed? What came first, good... the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Yeah. The chicken, no, the egg. The fact that he didn't even know what Starstruck meant. He talked about X Factor or some rubbish. I wish I wish him luck because 15 years in the club 41 Premier yeah. League appearances and I know I know people say that he wasn't the quality for the Premier League but he always did his best in the same show he mm. always tried his hardest and that's all you can really ask for yeah, at the end of the definitely. day so mm. good luck to him uh, I hope he does well and please do not score a 40 yard banger <laughs> against us when you come <laughs> back down so mm. do you think we'll sign a replacement for him no. or do you think no Perfect. Right now, let's go on to Charlie Austin. <laughs> okay, right, eight million on. pounds apparently. I think we- apparently, according to Sky, I think it's Sky anyway. West Brom, Sheffield United, Fulham, as another team also interested. Eight million's the apparent valuation, but you know Sheffield United are seemingly in front. If you're here to believe Jimmy McCann in that in that race, what do you guys think of the transfer? Oh uh, yeah, fine with me. Like we've yeah. got a Is lot it? of strikers at the club, and if Obafemi wants a chance, then Austin has to go. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the point. I think Austin, and you've got to think he's only got one year left on his contract, so it's either cash in now, reduced fee in January, or you let him go on free. So if you can get yeah. money for him, it, it was going to be one of Austin or Long yeah. this summer, and I think Long, <laughs> no, Long, you've was, written enough uh, letters long, so far. Long. <laughs> <laughs> I've persuaded Ralph. Uh, yeah. Long, Long's, Long did enough last year. In the yeah. last two months to prove that he should be the one staying at the club. Yeah, and uh, Austin suffered from it. But to it, he did his one and only job under Ralph. He did his job uh, holding the ball in the corner against Bournemouth. Yeah, for <laughs> five minutes. So yeah, what do you think? You think Austin, Austin's got um, hasn't got that work ethic like Shane Long has. So if it even yeah, just on that, he's got thing. he's got the work ethic in him, but he. He's just not fit enough no. at the moment. I don't think his uh, Twitter rant helped either. Did no, I think that fell on. So no, But right, is there any more? Couple. We've got Mario Lamina. He's apparently apparently they're willing to let him go. Atalanta, Atlanta in the Syria. <laughs> like, they they apparently offered a loan move. Southampton have straight up rejected it. They just want to get the fee that we paid for him back. Yeah. So. Do you, one, do you think he'll want the move? Two, do you think he will go somewhere? The uh, thing is, with Lamina, is that it's it's a strange one because it's a strange one with a lot of our players that you know they've got the quality to play in the Premier League. It's just whether they can be bothered to do so. Yeah. Lamina comes across as a player, if, if he can be asked, he will be one of the best players in the Premier League. Oh, God. But yeah. it, when, when he can't be bothered, he is such. He disrupts the place. So basically, much. with basically ten men. Uh, and the problem, the problem with Lamina, he frustrates me a lot because instead of playing a simple pass, he'll try and turn. Yeah. And so many times our player has been caught off. Like Hoiberg's done it, and mm. Hoyt's done it, and Lamina's done it, where he's been on the edge of the box. Uh, he's tried something special or something like that, slipped over, and then straight away they're on a counter attack to the other side. Yeah. And uh, they've scored. Yeah. Yeah. That happened against Newcastle two years yeah. ago. I think it's strange the way that people fall in favour of other players, but it seems like Buffal and um, Lamina, just because they can show they've got technical ability, yeah. people give them so much more of a chance. Yeah. But you think Carrillo and Elinusi, just because they can't do a few flashy skills, don't fall in favour as much as those other players. Yeah. Like for me, I think Elinusi and Lamina are both haven't proved themselves yet, and they both should be assessed in the same way, just because Lamina's shown that ability. You know, work rate is just as important as ability. So I think both of those should be judged in pre-season and whether they're ready to be used. But yeah. when it was mentioned that Lamina could go, people are kicking off about it on Twitter. You know, really upset the you fact think, that we're, we're looking to let him go. You think, well, I, I think I brought this stat up earlier on in the season, but you think Lamina, like, if he's going to work in Ralph's system, he has to be able to work. Oh, yeah. He spent... And it's something like thirty percent of the time on the pitch walking. Yeah, I think he was like the fourth most. Yeah, he was fourth behind Pogba and something like that. Yeah. And like you see how United fans have reacted to Pogba. Why aren't Southampton fans reacting that to Lamina? Yeah. I know he came from Juventus. He's played in the Champions League final. He's, yeah. He's supposed to be one of our best players, but you sent does it? He, he, he can't be bothered the majority no. of the time because I think mm-hmm. at this point he was expecting his move to Arsenal. Yeah. Hasn't come yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that injury really hurt him as well because he was out for a long time. 
I think that's that definitely disrupted his court, sort of momentum, and also because even when he got back, he wasn't straight in that starting line. He did score against Newcastle, to be fair to him, but he didn't really show. He, he was that never. Much he he never like you expect. You think Lamina, Lamina probably does a very similar job to Romeo in like the breaking up of play and stuff like that. He can do that bit of the game, yeah. but and and because he can also play out, he's better technically than Romeo. Um, you would have expected him to kick him out of the first team. Next one, Jack Stevens. Uh, Aston Villa are interested. Again. I didn't really see. I didn't see a bid or what what's that to value in that but what do you think about that do you think he will go do you think he should go I don't want him to go but he will go <laughs> I think yeah I think if, the, if it's, the move's right you think Target's already gotten there so he's already got one friendly face there isn't he mm. I think he's well you you think in your head oh he's young but there's players in the team he's that 25 have, yeah. 25 <laughs> players in the team that have already proven themselves much more at a younger age mm. so I think business wise if you can get money for him I think it might be worth seeing him go where, where would you see asset? what bid would you accept what is that what is that um, magical number that you would go if you know it's near double figures I'd be happy maybe 6-8 six, six, million something like that 6-8 six, million Mark is no, hard to the core no I'm so that already boosts the price a lot. Mm. He's played three years of Premier League football. Yeah. He's like apart from Cardiff, I can't think of a mistake that he's made. See, I'm I'm different. I know I, it just seems like something's there. It's like John Stone's early Man City move, mm. but it hasn't seemed like he's merged yet. Yeah. It seems like when he's on the ball, and I, I'm I'm normally quite positive Good about nervous. players. I feel nervous that there might be a mistake there because he's like he can play out from the back and he's I think he'd be so much more better in a defensive midfielder rather than a, def- a, a central defender but it's, it's simple things like checking the shoulder for that person because the amount of goals we conceded between him not checking his shoulder Cedric being too short the amount of back post headers that we conceded is ridiculous like it's not just massive mistakes it's little mistakes in, in there that I think you know, teams do their scouting, and I think the reason that he's fallen out of favour is because there's mistakes there, and there's mistakes being made, and I think um, I think teams will spot that. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think he lacks with with most of our players. To be fair, good decision making at high intensity times and concentration as well. Um, I know you said we should get fifteen million for him, and I wouldn't. I'd say nearer that ten million mark because look at Craig Dawson. He's just gone from West Brom to. Watford and I know he's not been playing in the Premiership last season but for 5.5 million I wouldn't say that Jack Stevens is a better player than Craig yeah, Dawson but Craig Dawson's 31 32 isn't he but st- still even, even then even then I'd rather pay more uh, for Craig I would, Dawson I than let Jack him go Stevens. for the double figures that's what I mean I'd, I'd let him go for that flat 10 million pound fee but no you I'll say he's better than Matt Target you were right. You were saying Jack Stevens is better than Matt Target. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't say that. No, I, wouldn't I wouldn't say that. You've got more promise that. in um in a Target. You know, you can um you can kind of go. Oh, like at least there's a few. Where Stevens, you've got a, you know, he's one year off prime. You got to say yeah. for a defender, twenty six, twenty seven is prime, mm. and he still hasn't really got it yet, has he? No, I think, yeah. I think I think Target's shown more consistent levels of quality as well. Whereas the other one, I just I think Stevens is very mistake prone and I like him but if we get 10 million for him I, 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 just, yeah. I don't think how we, I can't see how we turn that down no. quickly one more as well that's broke pretty uh, pretty recently there's a centre back from the Brazilian league as well that apparently we've been touted trying to sign against Wolves but he's one of those players he's apparently he's, he's over 28 I'm trying to find his name whereas if Ralph said he's going to do only 24 24 and under, I just can't see it. Walter, Kanesman, yes, he is a centre-back, and yes, that is the position we're trying to find, but if he's over 28, I can't see it happening. No, I don't, I, yeah, I think the philosophy is that we're trying to keep it under, what was it again? 24. 24, yeah, yeah 24. Um, well, if you think, if you could try and sign the next Bednarak or something like that, someone who takes a couple of years to bleed in, that's kind of what you need, really. Yeah. Like, you need two, two sturdy, 
one rotational, one experienced, and then like one youth player. And you think that's a good like amount to rotate it around. But I don't really know where some of our players fall into that. And I think we need to kind of restructure this. Yeah. Alright, one more. Sam Gallagher, he's apparently wants to buy loads of different championship clubs. Would you let him go on a permanent basis? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's a pretty straight answer. I, yeah. Sadly, he's just he's not been given the chance. No. So other fans would say he's just a different chance, player. But I just don't think he's been given. He's the just a different player. He's a target man, and yeah. um, he just needs to learn his craft a bit more. And he won't learn his craft in a Hasselhoff team. Yeah. Like you won't get those long balls going up to the man. It will be basically quick one twos behind the defence. He's more so. suited to Championship football than the yeah. Premier League. Yeah. Right. right, what should we go to next? Uh, players are now returning from pre-season. We haven't seen all of them because some of them are on international duty no. and stuff like that. But there's been a few, mostly players that are wanted to, Hazenus was apparently wanted to get rid of. A few players like Gallagher, uh, Geordie Classy, Austin, Hoy, Austin, all those sort of players. training today. Yeah, training. So, so Trey has started pre-season as well. I think the first day today, so yeah. that's quite good. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we've said it before, most players will get a chance in pre-season. Yeah. If they are inspiring or match Hassan Hussle's beliefs already, then he'll probably look to get them out because he's yeah. still got time. Was it 8th of August, I believe? Yeah, something like yeah. that. It's right yeah. before the start of the, right before the, start of the season. season. I think he's got time to shift anyone he thinks that doesn't need to be there. So take a good look, see what he thinks. If not, probably be out the door. Because I think we've proved if there's players that aren't going to fit in, then they'll they'll go. And I think yeah. And what do you think about new training kit as well? What's what's your what's your opinion? Uh, I'm fine with it. It's all right. I, I I saw a um a kit they've got on the website. I'll pull it up at the moment, but I'll try and describe it from my vague memory of it. So it's quite a strange one because they've got the normal training kit, which is literally just like badge, yeah. logo, sponsor on there, but They've got this weird kit where it's kind of like the ones that the the secondary people were wearing, so like Hassan who's on the side and things like that. And it's it's really strange. It's kind of up the top here. Yeah. You know, like the bra thing that they've done before. Yeah. Like the logos are up here now. Like I'll show you what um, oh, no, I mean. I'll right. put a picture on the um, on the clip. Like I'll show you. I don't know if you can see that there. Can you see at the top there? It's re- it's right at the top. <laughs> is it like is and awesome. you see, so it's got buttons and the there. final button is lower than the sponsor and the badge I'll put a picture up on the um, that is awesome but they've gone for kind of a greeny greeny blue yeah. kind of like a kind of like these walls you can't see them no. can't see them on podcast but it's kind of like we'll show a picture of your we're not going to show a picture of the walls it's like a greeny uh, greeny uh, blue basically walls. and kind of grey it's um, yeah it's alright they've got the the new version of the walking out kits is again kind of like a darker blue. I think they've got Southampton FC written down on it, so it's pretty standard, really. Um, I'm not a big fan of that colour just because I don't really like it, but I can see how other people like it. It looks quite clean, if that's the right word. Yeah, it looks yeah. quite smart. I'm not really sure about that badge placement on the the adult training kit, but apart from that, I think it's fairly, you know, yeah. Yeah. fairly standard. Well, Ridiculous price, but still, that's, that's training kids. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything, um, any other news? Any other things? Because a lot of this podcast will talk about your questions, which yeah. is more than happy. Yeah, well, that's, that's, what they, uh, that's what the podcast is for, actually, uh, your questions. Can I have a quick look at X-Saints? I know there may not be many, but I've heard Alderweireld's down to his last, last contract. Last year of his contract, so he goes to a 25 mil release clause. I'm surprised no one snapped that up yet. Well, you say that, but who would have them in the Premier League, apart from Manu Rouses? Well, not many he's, 30, he's 32. He's 32. He's, he's a proven centre back. He's, he's a good centre back. Of course, he'll, he'll always be a good centre back. But yeah. you think you've got United going in. For, it makes little sense for United going in for £70 million for Harry Maguire for about three years. Yeah. Then going for Toby Olivarol for £25 million for two yeah. years. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, if you go down the league, Man City, he's not going to get in that team, is he? No. So next down, Liverpool. Is he going to get there? Probably not. Next one. Would he, he, would he, he move back in? I know uh, because Joe Gomez is coming. Joe Gomez, yeah. I'd have only 30. Um, 30. I know it's only two years lost. But. Yeah. But uh, still, you think 30 to 33, if you put him on a three-year well, contract. What would you, who would you prefer in your team? Harry Maguire or Toby Olivares? See, I would say Maguire, but that's, that's two completely different questions because yeah. one's, twi- one's 25 million and one's probably going to be about 85 it's million. It's quite strange because for me, when you think of young English, you kind of think technical ability, a little bit loose, but you know, uh, will eventually tighten up and be a really good player. 
But if Harry Maguire, he's a very no-nonsense kind of player, yeah. isn't he? You don't really see him dribbling out the back. In kind of in the World Cup, you saw it. I say he dribbles quite a lot, to be fair. To him. Okay, maybe I haven't watched him enough then. But I think it's just the facts. If you look, if you, if you compare Alderweireld to Maguire, mm. I'd still take Alderweireld because he's twenty five million uh, pounds. He's not got that much salon salon value, no. but you could probably get ten million for yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, what you get out of that is good, solid use class yeah. defending in that. With Harry Maguire, you're very much taking a risk for that future, aren't you? Whereas I think what Man United need are a mix of new players and quality experience. Yeah. Not old experience that aren't going to make an impact. People like Ashley Young are good experience, but are they going to really boost to that team? Probably not. Whereas someone like Alderweireld, being a leader in that Man United team could be really useful. And I look at Maguire and I think... Leicester just rejected seventy million, so that will go up to eighty million. They'll probably accept. They should. They yeah, should you accept should accept. They should accept. They should accept seventy million anyway. That's only five million less than Van Dijk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The market's it's, it's stupid. Yeah. When you when you look at Maguire, one, he's not really worth that seventy million. I don't think because I think he's been overhyped by the World Cup and all those oh, yeah. the, the World Cup has added at least Maguire thirty million on his price sort of things. But also, he's not got really any sort of salon value. Like you buy him for eighty, say eighty million, just a rough estimate. They're not going to be able to sell sell him on, and he, he's not a player that's going to win you titles, leagues. There's no way that they'll be able to re- get money for Maguire in terms of no one's going to buy. Not loads of people are going to buy a shirt. Unlike Pogba, if you compare the two, Pogba's got sell on value for that eighty ninety million shirt value, all that sort of thing. Whereas Maguire, I just can't see why. Any, but to me, it's just like sort of I don't think he's that kind of superstar he just he's like a quiet gets the job done player yeah. and for me uh, someone with that high of a price value kind of makes yeah. it, it it's a bit it lands a bit strange for me but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that, I'd, I'd argue uh, shirt sale wise Maguire will get shirt sales at United because yeah. of the meme of the World Cup wants <laughs> <laughs> Maguire shirt yeah. on the back of a United shirt I would argue that the sell on value doesn't matter because you think of a player of Harry Maguire, that if they're signing him for seventy million pounds, they are not planning to sell him on. No, that's and be... and if he if he will not because he's twenty six now, if he will not be sold on, they'll get him to thirty four, thirty five. He will retire. Um, See, they're hoping so they're, they're going to be the Ferdinand, aren't they? That's yeah. be that's our new but, Ferdinand. But... So saying that Maguire's not quality enough to play for United, he has he's broken into an England team that I know aren't incredibly strong centre-backs but no. you think Smalling was always getting in there you had uh, John Stones was always a solid centre-back mm. you you had Harry Maguire come from literally nowhere and he's broken into this England team and established himself as England's best centre-back Yeah, he is confident coming out with the ball he is incredible in the air you got to say Maguire is a quality centre back, and the only reason why people don't rate him is because of the what happened in the World Cup with the meme of the World Cup <laughs> saying that he's like think people think he's better than he is, yeah. and also the fact that he is English, yeah. and English people always underrate English players. Yeah, and I say sure Maguire for seventy million pounds would be a quality signing for Man United. Well, I, just, I just think you could get. So, I, just, I think he's good enough for Man United because the standards are that low at the moment. But I just think they can get so much better value for money. I, I think don't they can think... get so much better value for money. Because you think that United want to be winning titles in the next four years. If Harry Maguire is going to be signed, then he's going to be an established part of those four years. So he's going to be like they're going to want Maguire. He's going to be the main centre back at Man United. I, think, I don't think he can win. I don't think centre back unless Maguire's there with a <coughs> quality centre back next to him. Mm. I don't think he's good enough because you think. Van Dijk almost won the Premier League with Lovren next to him or Matip next to him. I don't yeah. think Maguire could hold... But I think they've got, like, Smalling. I, when I went and saw Man United away, he was winning every single header. And I thought he's a very powerful player, uh, Smalling. So if you had another person next to him who was, again, good quality, I think they could try and bring out the best. Of both. You, you said that you can see Bayer or Lindelof you would get rid of Smalling and Jones and you'd, bring, you'd let uh, Bayer and Lindelof play because they're, they're, the they're better potential and better developed 
Maguire with a with a fully developed Lindelof in the next two years, that could be an incredible partnership for Man United. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, I know. He's Maguire is not a flash player. He no. is not a player to um to bring the flair of playing as a centre back. Yeah. But you don't need that as a centre back. You need someone who will be dependable, who will be reliable, and Maguire will bring that to Man United to a defence that has been shocking for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not convinced, but we'll see in the the two course because I don't think we're going to City because I don't think we'll play enough. Oh, and then I think Man United is the destination because one, I don't think City will pay seventy million or eighty million, and two, I think he won't. I get think they're locked up with too many centre backs anyway. Exactly. You still think they? They spent fifty still off Mangala. They so. still want him, but I don't they think they'll they spent sixty-five million for a backup winger. Mm. Like they spent sixty-five million on Maris. I think they'll happily spend seventy million to not let Man United have Aaron McGuire. I don't think. I don't think Man United are a, a rival to City at the moment in terms of league competition. Yeah, that's true. So, I, hope... I think that's a good. Like you think uh, Man United just. Uh, Rebuilding, aren't they? I don't think yeah, they're a direct threat. Yeah, so, so City would find it really, really funny because they've done this with Alexis Sanchez, where they built up the price tag for him yeah. and then just like let him have it. Yeah. So I could see City just putting in a couple of bids. It will be like uh, an auction or something like that. Mm, yeah. And I put in a couple of bids and then just raise it to about nine. Yeah. Because all they could do so is they, they could just uh, like if they need to, they can just absolutely ruin contract negotiations and yeah. just fall out with the player. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't make too much of a difference to no. them, does it? Mm. I still think Maguire would do a job at City. Yeah, there we go. So I'm just going to move on to last exchange players. Pochettino as most first signing of uh, the transfer window. Two first signings. Two, two, not two first signings. Two, two signings. Jack Clark and Ndombele have both come in. Yeah, Yeah. Jack Clark instantly learned that to Leeds as well, which is probably the smart move. I don't know. I was going to get into that Tottenham team, but Ndombele would get into that team with these. I think it's going to be a really interesting season because I think. Last season it was pretty just my, pretty much two teams. So I, I'm quite interested to see how it's going to go this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of different teams are doing a lot of different things. So I think it will make it quite interesting. Question yeah. season. But shall we wrap it up there for today? Yeah. We got anything more? Thank Shout you. out to Dejonpo and Bufal who are both still in the African Cup of Nations yeah. as well. Oh. Shout out to our fans in Malta. Oh yeah, Had a look that's on the uh, statistics today, and we've Thank got much. we've got some fans from Malta. So if you're from Malta, absolutely, drop it down that. in the comments or something. <laughs> yeah. Tell us, tell us where you're from. We thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, anyway. yeah. But anyway, so if you do want to get get in touch with us, best way is probably the Instagram. So Harry. Prime. To be fair, I say what day it's going to be, but it could literally be any day. So keep, keep aware. But keep, the questions have been coming sure. in and we do really enjoy the questions. We so answer I think it every single one. Yeah, we do. As long as they're read it, yeah. able to read out. We'll read about it. anything. As yeah, well. pretty much. Absolutely anything. Want to know about Mikey's social life? Then we'll do that. <laughs> no, it's not that's that's a very <laughs> short, a very short answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, so Instagram. Um, there's a bleak for Ollie. The YouTube. <laughs> we got, it'll be up on YouTube, uh, but there'll be pretty much every podcasting platform has got Yep. We're on now, so you search Spotify. it, we'll be there. Yeah, pretty Spotify, much. So yeah. we're on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud. Google Podcasts, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Breaker, iTunes, all these different ones. All these ones I don't know, I've all put them on there. So if you want to try and find it, it'll be there. So yeah, uh, make sure you like, uh, subscribe to make sure that you get them, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.